Hey, this is Ross Payton with Role Playing Public Radio. We're posting another older episode of After Hours, our Patreon exclusive podcast. If you want to get a new episode of After Hours every month, the RPPR Patreon is only $2 a month to get After Hours, uh, RPPR illustrations, and a lot more bonus content. We'll also be helping RPPR, uh, keeping us uh, producing great RPG content every month for over a decade now. Uh, also, we're doing a, something new uh, this month. We're doing a Halloween marathon live stream where we watch old horror movies with some of the RPPR cast, uh, you know, kind of chatting with you, the, with you all, uh, making jokes, you know, just having a good time. There's also going to be some special surprises uh, during the live stream. Uh, this will be recorded too, so if you miss it, you're, if you're doing something on Halloween, uh, you can watch it later. Uh, this will start... Uh, October 31st uh, on at 2 p.m. Central Time and go for at least six hours, maybe even longer. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but anyways, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for uh, enjoying this podcast. Uh, but enjoy this uh, bonus episode of After Hours. With Roleplaying Public Radio, this is RPPR After Hours, The Road to Rio. We're going to be talking about the Rio Olympics and gamifying it. Uh, and of course, we also have uh, reviews of. Uh, we're going to be continuing our series on uh, <laughs> the Future King because it's amazing and art, and it, there's too much to cover in one episode. It's very dense. Uh, layers it, upon layers. It is very dense. Uh, and But Tom is back. From I am. His Welcome Exodus. back. Thank you. In Haw- distant and dismal Hawaii, I assume. Yeah, the Eldritch Plain of Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's oh yeah, it's like a Mad Max hellscape. It totally yeah. is. Uh, so I'm glad to see you survived with all your limbs. Um, I did. I have a few tattoos now. Oh, okay. I, had, I had to join a couple of gangs. Oh, you man, did, that did you have fresh. to make your shank from a thousand folded steel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I had to make my bones oh, by tearing okay. out someone else's. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, I'll never be the same. But it's good. Yeah, it's good. Anyways, uh, and you brought something to review for us. I did. I did from my collection of Back in the Dark Ages. <laughs> I want to be clear. Tom did not go out and buy anything special. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, no, no listener mailed us in. He already owned this book <laughs> from did. a time before making fun of games for a podcast was... Even a thing we did <laughs> thousands uh, of years ago. To be fair, I have a lot of things that we that fit that qualification too. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of the modern condition. You can take things that you bought unironically and then <laughs> retcon them into something that you bought ironically. <laughs> yeah, history is a thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tom, what is it called? It is a beautiful RPG from 1989 called Mutazoids. Mutazoids. Yeah, uh, promising name. It is. The cover is really promising because it's basically a blasted-out city with some wolf spider monster. Well, it's humanoid. No, it's a humanoid. Yeah. Don't import, Don't forget the most important it's, part. You would think going He's after super ripped. Yeah. Cro- yeah. CrossFit wolf spider mm-hmm. monster wearing yeah. wearing nothing but like you know Hulk ripped up shorts. He's more Hulk protein powder than man. Uh, and he's going or after wolf or spider. And he's going after two cops, but really he's looking directly at the breeder and ignoring the two police officers, one who has a gun pointed at him. Nate, yeah. North St. Louis is a hell of a beat, man. He's <laughs> rough up there. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine Spider-Man world. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> um, so what is this game about? Well, the uh, I can read the synopsis, but I'm not. It's three paragraphs. Yeah, of, just, give us, just give us the summary. Like, well, uh, in the, or your impression. Okay, in the dark future of 2013... 
Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a bad year. It was. it was. after the Mayan apocalypse 2012. It was. A plague breaks out, which kills like 70% of the population. Yeah. But also, uh, so, but, you know, 30% think, okay, we're good, it's passed. But then 95% of the children from the survivors are now mutated horribly. Okay. Let me, let, I'm just going to take a wild, totally wild guess. I know nothing about the system, <laughs> but I'm going to guess that this involves tables for random mutations for characters. Oh, does it have a table? <laughs> does it have a table? Oh, well, first, boy. let me get, I'll get yeah, some yeah. of the more uh, mundane stuff out of the way. First of all, my intuition works. My yeah. gamer, game designer's Your intuition. Game set. Well, the game yeah. takes place 60 years later, and <laughs> where it's a very interesting thing. 60, where, so 2073. Where it's, Wait, so like, all the mutant children are retiring? No, yes. like, it's well, the no, mutant no. grandchildren, Caleb. It's the mutant grandchildren the mutant and boomers. And gra- it's like, yeah. A, yeah. basically, yes. Goddamn mutant boomers. No, yeah. Now we're seeing Holding Generation Y! Their- but it's, kind of, it's interesting hey. that was like, in this one, you know, normal humans are like the minority, yet they're still completely in charge and oppress the other. 80% of the population. How does somehow. that work out when the mutants are like ripped spider monsters? Oh, well, there's two types of mutants. Okay. Um, yeah, there's, there's acceptables, who are like only <laughs> slightly <laughs> mutated. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Bit on the noise, Fuso? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they only roll on, well, it's a random roll to determine how many times they roll on the random table. But, they, oh. but it's only like a maximum of six times. Only six mutations. Thereabouts. You always gotta love a roll to roll again. Right? Yeah. Those are the best parts of Red Roll. Uh. And then there are the mutazoids, which I believe they have to roll on every table. Every, so, how many tables yeah, are there? Yeah, how many tables? Uh, well, oh, that was a mistake to ask. It was. <laughs> let me put it this way. Um... Essentially, you have to, like, there's different... You're flipping randomly through pages. No, I got I, it. I see a table on every page. Yeah. Well, this one's the physical de- physical description chart. You have to do it for head, nose, mouth, teeth, tongue, ears, eyes, arms, hands, torso, legs, feet, hair, skin texture, body color, reproduction, <laughs> diet, markings, head Whoa. ornament, tail, and wings. Fuck it. This is the podcast right now. Get dice. Get dice. We're doing it. <laughs> there's dice right there. We can use our easy roller dice metal dice set. Oh, it's so convenient. Yes. <laughs> Product placement. What is that? All right, all right. What do I need to roll? What do I need to roll? All right, looks like we need a it's 2d6. 2d6. Okay, here's right, one. Are we going for... We'll have one, one very d6. dense d6. <laughs> okay, right, so are we, going for, are we going for an acceptable or a mutazoid? Oh, here? God. <laughs> it's in the okay. time. It's called mutazoid time. All right, well, let's do it. Head shape. Six. six. No, and... Six. Twelve. <laughs> Mushroom-shaped head. <laughs> I'm uh, writing this down. No. I'm writing this down. Okay, no. going on to nose. Five... And six. Wow. Like, <laughs> eleven. Your nose is on your tongue. Uh, no, are you for real? <laughs> so I guess it's like, you know, t- you know like a tongue. Fan art. Tongue, yeah. <laughs> Take nose notice. Nose tongue. Nose tongue. Mouth. Five. Four. Nine. God, you can fucking... You have a sucker <laughs> mouth. <laughs> uh, so we like have a, a sucker mouth well, like with a, a nose on the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> like a lamprey. Okay. How is this guy not acceptable? Okay. Going on to teeth. <laughs> All right, for teeth... We got an eight. All right. Fangs. <laughs> so we're just a mushroom Wait. lamprey is what yeah. we have. He's a great kisser. Okay, tongue. Oh. This is tongue. Uh, well, there's a nose oh, on shit, it. It's yeah. just going like down. Oh, a normal tongue. Oh, well, that's good. With, with, the, ex- nose with the exception of with, having a nose With, with olfactory organs on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, ears. Go ahead. All right. Three and three, six. It is literally just going to... Okay, normal ears. <laughs> normal ears? This is yeah. unacceptable. <laughs> Eyes. Uh, all right. Uh, Twelve again. 
Eyes. No eyes, just nerve bundles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay, he can smell taste you. Okay, arms. Let's go for arms. <laughs> All right, uh, six. Normal arms. Oh, boring. Um, ten. For, this is for hands. Tentacles for hands. <laughs> okay, by the way, if you... Okay, this guy could totally get a job typing. <laughs> All right. Um, basically, if you don't want it to be normal, just don't get two to seven. Okay. So I'm going on to torso. Six. That's normal. Damn it. Normal torso. Oh, legs. that's so disappointing. Seven. Normal legs. Damn. Feet. Uh, Eleven. Talons for feet. <laughs> Talon feet. Talon now, feet. Now going for hair. Hair. You have a mushroom. Wait, head. wait. I, I like that the feet don't have talons. The feet <laughs> are talons. talons. Yeah. All right, what'd you get? 11. Fuzzy. Fuzzy. It just says fuzzy. Okay. Skin texture. It just says fuzzy. Skin texture. I like that there's a texture. Uh, can I have a fuzzy haircut? Okay. I just want to be Eight. fuzz. Oh, really thin skin. Easily terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, this guy's totally acceptable. Uh, I think his color. name's Terry. Uh, five. Normal, normal body color. Well, thank God. Yeah. What's Re- normal? Yeah, uh, no, that's kind of racist. Let's not look into that. Okay, let's It's an '80s game. Don't right. stare Repro- deep down. Reproduction. Right, this that's... is how they reproduce. I did not know that. That's a thing. Roll it. It's too late. Uh, oh, thank God, it's a nine. Nine. Asexual. <laughs> oh, last of my kind. Well, that makes that the mushroom part kind of yeah. makes a little. Well, more maybe, sense. yeah, maybe you could just oh, split yeah. or spore himself. Okay, now let's go diet. Diet. What do I eat? I bet it's going to be people. Seven. Normal. Aww. Five. How? So, like, I got nose on my tongue, but I'm still going this to noodles from, okay. company. He has sucker. T- he has a sucker mouth and fangs. And, what uh, is normal uh, for oh, that? Oh, by the way, markings. Normal markings. Whatever what that means. Normal markings. He's got a tribal <laughs> tattoo. I was just going to say that. <laughs> tribal tattoo. Now, and a tramp stamp. Okay, next one. Head ornament. Twelve. Head ornament? Spikes on his head. <laughs> Spiky mushroom head. Okay, now we're going on to tail. How? A tail. Wait. Does he have a normal tail? <laughs> Eleven. He has an insect tail. What's an insect What's tail? Is that like, like a pink mantis? Like, a, like I guess a, an insect th- you know, ab- abdomen. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And finally, wings. How do you sit down? Eleven. He has insect wings. Yeah! I mean, yeah, what are we going to call this guy? Terry? Mistake. Terry. And Terry. <laughs> so it's just a game to make Cronenbergs. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, so Ross. Cronenberg Morty. What do we yeah. got, Ross? <laughs> All right. And I assume, Caleb, you're now a fan of this game. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we should start every episode now with a mutazoid. What's the mutazoid of the month? Uh, and we could yeah, have a contest at the end of the year, see which mutazoid wins. There we go. Who could be Bell the Ball? Anyways, Terry has a mushroom head, which is spiky. A mushroom-shaped head. <laughs> a mushroom-shaped head. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So it's like a human head, but shaped like a mushroom? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Well, which kind of mushroom? That's much worse than a mushroom head. <laughs> It's also fuzzy. Yeah. Oh. I haven't gotten to that yet. I'm doing these in order. Uh, it's also spike. It does have a spike on its head uh, for the head ornament. Uh, mm-hmm. Nose tongue, sucker mouth, fangs, normal tongue and ears, uh, nerve bundles instead of eyes. <laughs> right, he's, he's blind. Uh, normal arms, tentacle hands, normal torso, uh, legs, and body color. Uh, mm-hmm. Talon feet, he's fuzzy. Uh, thin skin, asexual. 
Uh, normal something. I didn't get that part. Uh, insect tail and wings. Normal markings. Normal markings. Markings, Ross. The most important part of Terry. No, no. Nerve bundles. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. So here's a question. Yes. Is, does his skin tear easily because that's how he propagates? He tears his skin like walking through brush and little tearies start growing where he bleeds. No, they no, just crawl no. out. No, actually, actually on that, you know, uh, Randolph, the uh, big monster on the cover, yeah. is, he's the same way and actually says in his bio, he, just, he reproduces by asexually budding. So he says there's a, genetic, there's a direct genetic clone of him walking around. What, what a gift. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So is it wh- Randolph 2? <laughs> yeah. Randolph, Randolph again. <laughs> so what, what is the point of the... Like, what do you do as a... Well, you, are, you play enforcers or cops. Oh, boring. We're the ones who shoot Terry. Or uh, the Randolph. I don't think we'd even need a gun for Terry. Well, yeah, apparently, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it says humans, which are like the minority, are the, you know the only citizen, full citizens, and the majority of the cops. Yeah. The acceptables, the which are like the vast now majority. Yeah, they of only the have one d six mutations. Is that it? Or oh, it's actually the ch- the table on there. It's the numbers are different for rolling. They're, they get okay. they get more normal rolls. Boo. Oh. And <laughs> the mutazoids, which are like, like which are just. More mutated, but there we have to hunt them down because they're dangerous. Because <laughs> they can, we'll be swarmed with mushroom-shaped randies. So we have to cull their numbers. My, my it's initial... like deer season. <laughs> Do you want to be driving out and hit a Randolph, a spool of Spider-Man? That'll ruin your space car. My initial question was how do the how do the enforcers deal with these? Because I saw like the ripped Spider Dude on the cover with guns. But then we generated Terry. <laughs> yeah, and, it's with guns. And my my question was Although, Terry Terry probably begs for. Death. <laughs> I should not be. Yeah, and here's the thing. Actually, here's the thing. Um, they don't even say mutazoids are like mindless or monstrous. They say they're just as intelligent as any other person. I thought that was a gift. Who's going to educate? One thing. Okay, he asexually reproduces. Do they have the same knowledge, or do you have to teach Terry? You got to teach the new Terry. You got to teach the new Terry. So there's got to be like K through twelve. Yeah, fuck you, miracle worker. <laughs> <laughs> He's got nerve bundles instead of eyes. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah, but his ears are normal, so you're better. And his nose yeah. is in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> his nose is in his but, tongue. Well, nose, the thing uh, is, yeah, well, okay, well, well, what, I, what I don't get about the setting though is kissing's how he smells you. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and he says that you know, like on the back, it says you know, it's it's hinting to some vast conspiracy. You know, like say you know, you have to quarantine the mutants, sure, but you know, what, but you know, but why? Like, isn't the is the threat? What is the real threat? And you know, but you know, there's always an, there's an introductory scenario. Of course. Oh, how, thank God. I know how for like introductory scenarios will often set the tone and pace. So sure. The introductory scenario is a armed robbery at a donut shop. <laughs> There's <laughs> donut shops in the future. Yeah, in the post-apocalyptic future. After a virus mutates ninety-five percent of the population. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's probably here's one the of the picture of the donut believe. shop. <laughs> I recognize him. It's a very nice looking donut shop. Yeah, and the guy that has it is just—he's got tusks and a big elephant-looking head. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, that's it. As post-apocalyptic societies go, I would rather go in mutazoids than rather Mad Max. To yeah, because be apparently, yeah, you know, like society collapsed, but you know, we kept yeah, the most okay. important bits. Okay, the city says. Yeah, there's actually it says the monster on the cover, like, and they're apparently walking through a city that was slightly damaged by riots. Slightly. This is like this is more like Hiroshima after the bomb. Yeah, that's like Dresden. Yeah, after, yeah. <laughs> well, are they mutazoid riots? Who knows? They're no, they're the riots when the plague broke out. Oh, okay, yeah. plague riots. Oh, yeah, and uh, the thing is, though, there's Speaking very of plagues, there's yeah. very few maps in here. 
Oh, Caleb even likes it more. Yeah, I'm actually in fact, all for mutazoids right now. <laughs> yeah, in fact, they're, they're really the only map in here is really of America now. It's, it's you know, the divide America, but it's like divided between three. There's Wait, like, there's three what, Americas? No, there's like three governments of America. Okay. Uh, what are they all called? What did they change America to? I'm curious. Uh yeah, I should have looked this up. You should earlier. always you should always only split America in two. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what on. I did. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here Any we go. more than that is the, just you and Twilight Two Thousand. Remember, there's CivGov and MilGov. Uh, there, there's two uh, competing. Remember, Airlords of the Ozarks. Game. Yeah. And, oh shit. And, I, and racist Nazi airships over the. Oh, by the way, but well, those are the rogues. Yeah. Those are the bad guys. Remember? By the way, I'm totally wrong. Yeah. There's a. It's also Canada. Oh. Okay, get this. There's the Second Republic, which is basically everything from the East Coast to about the Rockies. It's a lot. That is. Yeah. The, uh, and from the Rockies to the West Coast is just the disputed territories. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they disputed with? Well, you're, that's it, but Canada's divided into three. There's oh. French Canada, uh-huh. which is just the nation of French Canada. Yeah. Damn the disputed Quebecers. territories of Canada. The disputed territories? Which ter- is like kind of between... French Canada, and the other one, which is the Dominion. The Dominion. Yeah, that's the scariest oh, I've ever heard. Mexico of is being. Mexico is just Mexico. Mexico can't keep its shit together now. How is it fucking ninety five percent mutating? <laughs> Do you think it could get any worse? <laughs> I guess I, Mexico hasn't noticed yet. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, it gives some example. By the way, it also has examples of non player characters. And I am not aside ma- from Randolph. Yeah, and I am not making these names up. Please don't. There's. Randy Paper Shuffler. <laughs> is he a mutazoid or is he a normal? He's a normal. A Thomas Pynchon novel? He's a, he's a bureaucrat. Okay, then there's... Gravity's mutazoid. And then there is Miss Betty Placer, another bureaucrat. Then for civilians, there's Davy, a civilian. <laughs> Wait, Davy. Is there any punctuation there or is his name Davy A. Civilian? <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's Davy... Parentheses, civilian. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's a shame. Yeah, I, then there's I, a, a, a government contact, Barry Big. He actually has his own picture. Oh, I, I think I... That's Barry Big. Oh, well, he lives up to his name. Yeah, he's a giant... Oh, God, it's very big. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Barry Big. You, you, uh, really, you really think this is a game that would not go for that kind of job? I just, it's just... Look, man. No, I was having fun. Oh yeah, well, it gives, that it, killed your mood. Oh, and it gives two. Yeah. It also okay. gives uh, two examples of inf- fellow enforcers, like Captain Book. <laughs> Is he a bookish kind of guy? Is he? He's what? a by the book guy. Oh. There's also Sergeant Ferris, which is just a cop. And suddenly, there's just but his description. <laughs> right. his, his description is tiny. Okay. But then um, a villain. They have uh, Senator Expalor. Ex- Expalor. Yeah. Power? What? Yeah. That's a. Is he a mutazoid? No. Is he, he secretly a mutazoid? Oh. Did he oh, use, also, there's did a. He used uh, to be pale? I think so. <laughs> Very tan now. <laughs> okay, there's also a, a henchman. He went to Hawaii. Like, an example henchman of name. Or the disputed territory of <laughs> yeah, there's Okay, there's an acceptable henchman who is just called Beauregard. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in a Faulkner novel now. Yeah. The thing is, like, it gives. Okay, like, the game fucking stops when I meet Beauregard. Yeah, 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 and has, we just hang yeah, out. Yeah, but him, he has like he has like the longest description of any of these characters because the first two are his backstory and his how he does business. The third largest one is his description because he's an acceptable. Oh, oh. Beauregard! Yeah. Can you sum this up for us? What's his best mutation? 
Well, he has a slightly conical, uh, bumpy, slightly conical head against which lie his pointed ears and nose, which is flush against his face. He's a, he's a conehead. He, he's his pupils are slightly slitted. He has fangs and jaws that look. Uh, is model, he a vampire? His model skin is especially thick. No. A, slightly meta- a slightly metallic sheen that alternates what resembles normal brown human skin. He is allergic to cow's milk. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's important. So his mutation is lactose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Re- okay. Actually, and he, re- he reproduces asexually and has already done so once. <laughs> Thanks, book. Does he like one thing? It's also do they raise their own asexual clone mutant babies? I don't know. That's I don't. That's do, do they that, just like all right? That's for the out. players to find Ross, out. That Ross, that is that is a question to be answered in the deep philosophical underpinnings of this game. <laughs> Things questions your characters might have to deal. Yeah, with. yeah. I mean, do they do it by accident? To be like, oop, I scraped on this tree. Oh, it's growing another me. <laughs> like, hey, Ross, can you stop your acceptable gaze right now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Their mutations are just and of course, for finally, to aesthetically appreciate. By the way, and, oh. and finally, is like, and the the mutazoid. Is, I didn't realize there was been uh, problem. Uh, check this, your privilege. This, yeah, this book right. has one example of a mutazoid NPC, which is Randolph. In parentheses, the creature from the book cover. <laughs> Just so there isn't any confusion. All right, yeah, Randolph. Hey, what's this badass mutant's name? Randolph. He's a, he's no, see, it's to humanize. I wish yeah. movies would do that. Yeah, the creature from the movies cover. <laughs> yeah, so, by the way, Cloverfield. Yeah, it's this thing right here. <laughs> it's the thing that threw the statues of Liberty's head. What not in that scene that you saw? And yes, uh, by the way, uh, even though even though it has no maps. It has got tables, all the tables well, you can imagine. Thank God for that. Are they all mutation tables? Or there's there... mutation tables, there's mutant power tables. There's mutant power tables. And what? psionic powers. Wait, what are Terry's yeah, powers? 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 God damn it, Tom. <laughs> I didn't even know. We need to get powered up. It's like amateur night over here. <laughs> I've been gone. Yeah. Shut up. He's, he's still getting back to the world, you know. <laughs> all right, what kind of okay, dice? He has, his powers are body armor at level four. So, you know. Oh, are the powers based on what mutations you have? No. Oh, okay. Oh, we're rolling for Terry's powers. Yeah, Terry, okay. remember mushroom. No, no, those are bought with points. Oh, you have to buy Well, Terry doesn't well, have any points. He yeah, has claws, night vision, enhanced attributes. <laughs> no, no, no. Night vision? Yeah. He doesn't have eyes. <laughs> and density. It has hey, you know what? Your nerves. Your, your nerve clusters work at night as well as the day. <laughs> they're oh, they're the nerve way. bundles, thank oh, you. Another, oh, another thing this, this uh, game has is complete lists of. The crimes you'll have to enforce and their, pun- their punishments. It is a felony. Do you, table. Do, you en- do you enforce the punishment on the spot? Is this a judge dread? With- no, there's that. Well, it, well, the thing is, acceptables. It's a lot easier to do that with mutazoids. You just gank them in the head. Wow, <laughs> Jay. Whoa, <laughs> damn. I want to play a campaign where we're all mutazoids trying to just live peacefully. <laughs> yeah, trying to live our yeah. lives. Yeah. Oh, you played Pokemon Go in the wrong place. Oh, no, restricted area. Yep. <laughs> no catching Pokemon here. <laughs> yeah, oh, and the pow- yeah, the powers are basically just additional mutations that you have to buy with points. Okay. No, no, no funny random tables is what we're going for. Except, well, unless you... I would, I would actually call the... Uh, Oh, there's. I'm sorry. There's also the mutant defects chart. Yes. Oh, please. Because <laughs> Terry doesn't have enough defects already. Essentially, uh, how dare you, sir? <laughs> He's doing the best he can. <laughs> Terry is Could you look him in the nerve bundles job. and say that to his <laughs> nose tongue? <laughs> okay. <laughs> to his actually, sucker mouth. Actually, would you like to roll for each one? I would love. There's to. tables. I would love to. Okay. Well, there's some. Okay. For absent body part. Is this a two d six too? 
It's a 2d6. <laughs> Absent body part. Uh, four. Well, in this, we can't do Terry, but this one, he has no nose at all. <laughs> <laughs> My nose dog. No, no, he does. He's missing his nose. It's supposed to be on his tongue. <laughs> Only he knows it's gone. <laughs> Oh, uh, Phantom okay. nose tongue. Uh, there's also <laughs> insanity. This is just a 1d6. Oh, just a 1d6. Five. He has an alter ego. <laughs> Different personality. Do we roll for that too? No. That way, I think you just decide. <laughs> okay. he, he thinks he's random. Oh, shit. Here we go. Okay. This one's fun. Misplaced body part. Yes. Wait, the tongue was off. You, know, you, you have to roll twice on this one. One for what body part is miss, is off and where it actually Are is. Are these 2d6s? 2d6s. All right. So first 2d6 is... Seven. All right. The mouth is somewhere else. Oh. No. Roll on it. Oh. Armpit, armpit. Seven. It's on his shoulders. <laughs> what? Yeah. So oh. he's got a mouth, the, mouth, the sucker mouth is on the shoulder. And oh. missing a nose on its toe. And and now, let's nose. roll on multiple body part. All right. 2d6? 2d6. It's all 2d6. Yeah. Six. And he has two mouths. I guess one on one each on shoulder. One on each shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got it. No, got it. And one mouth is his alter ego speaking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terry is amazing. I love Terry. Now, let's go. Oversized body parts. Oversized body parts. Uh, let's see. Please be Four. hands. His, well, it would say his non-existent nose is oversized. <laughs> well, this is actually... You, you, you roll on this for additional points. Yeah. <laughs> so it's missing, but oversized. No. No, like, no, I say, like, like you can't... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Terry has some wicked body dysmorphia yeah. issues. <laughs> oh, how about a sleep disorder? I, I just docked. Just sometimes I feel like I should have a really huge nose on my tongue. Okay, what'd you get? On my tongue. Okay, this, this is a 1d6. What'd you roll? Oh, five... All right, and uh, actually, was that a one you rolled first? It was a three. Okay, in that case, uh, insomnia. He uh, can't yeah. sleep. <laughs> that makes sense. His alter ego talks to him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have trouble hey, sleeping, too. Hey, okay, let's go to the donut okay, shop. Now, this table you would roll on if you were to, t- to get two extra... Oh, his two- alter ego is the one telling him to do crimes. Let's go yeah. rob the donut shop. Yeah. The donut shop. Let's I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm now, hungry. Okay, now, I guess, now, if you were to, if you wanted two extra bo- extra points, you could get, get undersized body part. Let's see yes. what that would be. Yes. Let's balance that nose out. <laughs> Nine. He has tiny little tentacle hands. <laughs> tiny little tentacle hands. So his last name is Drumpf? Is, what, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty much. Tiny, tiny hands. And now if we want an extra two points, he could have vision problems with those nerve bundles. <laughs> you mean vision? Yes, yeah, that's three points. <laughs> Let's get him. Three. And he can only see, he's monochrome, he can only see in tones of black and white. <laughs> That's actually really good for nerve bundles, I feel like. Yeah, yeah you can tell the difference between black and white yeah. with a nerve bundle? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's basically all, oh the, that's all the defects. God. God. Alright, well, you, you heard it, fan artists. <laughs> yeah. Let us see Terry in all his glory. Oh, no, 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 we got another one. Yes! Oh, God. Mental block. Like, your your mind refuses to let you see a certain thing. <laughs> see? 1D6. Terry's had a fucked up life. Four. He cannot hear gunshot sounds. <laughs> I have to. I love this game. I, love, I so, really wait, love He can hear everything. Like, even things on that same decimal level. Not Just gunshots. gunshots are fucking invisible to him. Yeah, he cannot hear gunshots. Well, he can't. He, he can't 
see them either. So <laughs> no, he can't see them in black and white. Black and black and white. He can sense the light source, maybe. I don't know. I how Nerf puzzles work. Uh, Terry's got to be great in combat. Why is everyone screaming? Need a tiny hand. Donut shop. Damn it! Right arm, right shoulder. <laughs> Other Terry. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'll say, also, and I'll say the art in this game, well, certainly not, you know, amazing. It's got amazing scenes like riot cops fending off just horrible monsters. Let's see. But they're, okay, that's but, a that's a mini armed monster. But they're yeah, you know, but they're treating it like it's like come on, guy, like it's like yo, you must disperse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sixty years after this shit has happened. They're used to it. They've gotten, you know. Uh, are you drawing? Oh, and, I'm yeah, making note of you. By the way, this <laughs> game is—you can tell this game is still '80s because it's got that. Oh yeah, yep. Oh uh, yeah, very cake. '80s. Yep. She's only got a uh, co- what? She's a two-face. It looks like kind of thing, or mm-hmm. is that just shadow? <laughs> permanent perm. Permanent perm. That's what. That's oh, that's her damn. mutation. Oh yeah, he was fuzzy then ever, permanent perm. Yeah, ever perm. <laughs> ever perm. <laughs> Because yeah, apparently you have to spend points on that. Well, apparently, yeah. Also, apparently, according to this game, uh, technology has not advanced very far because they're still using it's 2073 and they're still using gasoline cars and okay. Well, no offense, Terry, cars. but he has some bigger stuff to focus on <laughs> yeah. than shop class. All right, yeah, he does. God, I feel like Terry's less a mutant than like a primitive god of like some Neolithic tribe. <laughs> Our god Terry has two mouths. One, one speaks the true. truth. Yeah, one yeah, the other lies. Nine. <laughs> On your vision quest, you must determine which shoulder is the. Oh, tr- so some, but some of this art also shows that there's also mutant on mutant violence, and that's a bad thing. You too. must solve the See? mystery of the missing nose tongue. <laughs> he believes it is not there, but it is. But it is not. So, so when you go up to the mountain, yeah. <laughs> That's what Sifu tells you. Yes. Like, there is a tongue. Oh, the great two mouth. Oh, apparently, God. apparently, also according to this standard, you should issue, have a nose. Standard issue. Like all cops get standard issue machetes. What? What? That's a little <laughs> standard issue machete. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. I, I see. They're they're close... in the hotline Miami tradition of <laughs> yeah, police work. Yeah, yeah. At what point is close combat with Terry like even needed? For him, all you needed maybe was to be like, okay. Some man, of those just maybe like some of those mutazoids spawn really quickly. So you just gotta. To be you know, clear, if you shot at Terry, <laughs> to be clear, if you shot at Terry, you would have oh, a lot. Oh, I was of totally wrong. I didn't even notice this. <laughs> there is a random. There's uh, there's a random table for telepathic powers. Is Terry telepathic? <laughs> this is three d six. Three d six. Yeah. Oh God, please be telepathic, Terry. Five, three, five, thirteen. He has telepathy. Yes! So that's how he communicates. <laughs> Other than his two mouths. Ignore the left shoulder. My left or your left? Shut up! <laughs> so yeah, uh, this... Okay, that's... Yeah, there's no random table for the mutant powers, but yeah, apparently a random uh, table for random uh, psychic powers. So that's how you tell which mouth is telling the truth. Oh, you listen to your you're, mind. You're going for a two-thirds majority. It's like a Dune thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if the left shoulder and your brain say the same thing, <laughs> the left shoulder is telling so the truth. So you're saying that... Stick your, stick your hand inside the, no, the, the shoulder mouth. Sucker mouth. <laughs> oh, uh, so Terry is the mind killer. So essentially we're saying that uh, Terry is now the star of this episode. Uh, oh, he's the star of my heart. <laughs> yeah. He is going to be in the Face Raiders game. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, please have fan art. Uh, it is. Shall we? Yeah, shall we put the uh, every, all the results on the? Oh uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, we'll make it public. It'll be like look that. Should just be the show notes for this episode. Just yeah. Terry. Just Terry. <laughs> no description of what. I'll rewrite. <laughs> I'll type in everything that we have so far. Uh, and uh, yeah, and basically uh, the whole game is three D six. And honestly, like the system is just. It's got a system. <laughs> it, it does what it needs to do. Whatever. It's perfunctory. Yeah, hey, it was the dark times of Palladium. It that, was that's, being that's not able a Palladium to start game, is it? It's not. It is not a Palladium game. Being it's, able to say that much about a system is pretty. Who good. Did, who did publish? Is that uh, TSR? Wit Productions. Wit Production. And uh, no. Murray, Murray no, Kentucky. Not him. Is it? Not Murray Whit Kentucky. Whitman, right? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Oh. Maybe is this, is this one is this of Whit Whitman? I think that okay, is this th- one of his aliases. I think, look this up right now. I'm looking it up right, right now. Ken Whitman mutazoids. Please look this up. Oh, oh, and the uh, oh, the tagline of the game: being a cop just isn't what it used to be. <laughs> no, I think I think this might be. It was Ken, him. Ken Whitman, Ken Whitman did this. <laughs> Ken Whitman made mutazoids. I think we just got a charge for our unknown arms carry. <laughs> yeah. This is holy shit. <laughs> Holy That's a shit. significant charge if you find a Kit Whitman game that exists well, yeah, in I, the physical I, I, oh, world. Shit, oh, there's, there's a dedication. Who's it dedicated to? Like, dedicated to my wife, S. Shelley, and my parents, for whom without them this game would not have been possible. Do they, are they real? What, <laughs> yeah, I mean, are they real? Is this part of a long con? So, again, Kit Whit Whitman redeemed. Because yeah. <laughs> every time he steals your money and doesn't make a game, he's really doing us a service. Yeah. He makes so Mutazoids expensive. Well, by the way, guys, if you have any questions about Mutazoids, feel free to write to us at the address below. And it gives the address. Yeah, that's accurate. We that's need to send, we send them a message. Oh, Terry God. should be Whit Whitman's mascot. Oh, okay, by the way. Um, but, his uh, fucking letterhead. Now, okay, yeah. I'll say he does give us, you know, if you have any questions. But he also says, please raise all questions so they may be answered with a yes or no. Whoa. <laughs> oh my god! That's, uh, I've never heard of that before. Like, fuck you! I oh, want a yes dude, or no. Does you, he mail another, you back a yes? <laughs> Just or a single no. yes yeah. on the piece of paper. Yeah. There's some great. There's some great looking monsters in here. Is that a meatball? Yeah, it's like a big giant meatball with Holy arms. shit, this is yeah. a Ken Whitman game. This is amazing. That's God. fucking amazing. I didn't think they existed in the I, wild. No, I forgot. <laughs> no, he did. That's what he was once upon a time a game designer and like publisher, so God. And this is what he made. <laughs> this is what he made. Yeah. Holy fuck. Cows with machetes oppressing the <laughs> shit out of horribly mutated people. I mean, excited what, for far west. Caleb, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Do you think we should do an actual play of this? Uh, yes. Yes, I, <laughs> I would love to get in on that. That exact same thing. Oh, my God. I think it should be basically we do character creation, and then it's just drama system yeah, from there. Yes. <laughs> no, we, tr- we go through the interest We try and rob a donut station <laughs> or a shop and, like... Just die from our horrible mutations. <laughs> or, 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 no, I say, like, we start it. We're in, like, some ruins of a Denny's. Like, okay, what went wrong there? I think uh, we weren't exactly coordinated there. <laughs> because we're starving and those donuts would have fed us for a week. Yeah. It would have fed one of my shoulders. All right. <laughs> are you are you claiming Terry? Uh, no, I'll leave that up to okay, uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe we could all play a spawn of Terry. Spawn of well, Terry. I mean, at this point, we need one more personality. And yeah. we could all play... 
part of Terry. We can play yeah. everyone is Terry. Everyone <laughs> is Terry. <laughs> one person could be telepathic. The other person could be left shoulder. <laughs> one person's right. One person's right, All right. shoulder. By the way, um, I'll say this. Oh, no, we'll just have to do a group of six because then Terry will bud. Oh, all right. Yeah. I will say this. The oh, other I, will, okay, three. I will run a one shot of this if we all, yeah. you all play Mutazoids. Oh, yeah, of oh, course. Mutazoids are the only I am, I am offended that you think any of us would ever want to play an acceptable. Now, I right? also, when there's mutazoids on the table. So I will say this. So <clears throat> should I make everyone have to roll randomly? Oh yes. yes! I did. Yes! I, Why I, would I, you I, even ask that? I am offended, sir. Because <laughs> I wanted to hear you say that. Okay. All right. We have high standards here, and that is random roll tables All right, yeah. are amazing. If you listeners want me to, if you want me to run a one shot of this, I will. I don't care what the listeners say. They can all say no, and we're still doing it. <laughs> Oh, but so I think they want it. I, th- I would think they would. Yeah. I want uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> we all so, do. Uh, I've never wanted anything more in my life. Yeah. By the way, I pay, I bought this at a game store long since closed, and I paid $6 for it. Yeah. Right. Ten years ago. <laughs> oh, no. This is back. I bought this back in the, or back in the mid-90s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. This is an investment. It's probably <laughs> worth twice that it now. It paid off in... Yeah. in, in you, it, something. you can probably eBay it for twice, like $10 or $12. Oh, my God. <laughs> I take it back. There is a map here. A map of the donut shop. <laughs> oh, come on. Let's see it. Let's see that. Here it is. Donut shop map. It's a one-story building with three, it's a one, four rooms in it. Yeah. There's three an rooms open area. And a bathroom. And a bathroom. All right. You really needed that fucking map. Oh, and it's, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The scenario is called Shootout at the Mr. Donuts. <laughs> I kind of want to play that. They just assume it's going to be a shootout. I know. And there's the game. It's going to be like a payday type planning <laughs> game, but you're robbing the donut shop. Oh, my God. What a twist. Uh, <laughs> Terry, son of Terry. What do you say? I don't know what Terry, son of Terry. <laughs> we should all name our characters son just of Terry. Terry. Yeah. Terry, son of Terry. Oh, my God. And it gives Terry, the, Terry, son of Terry. And it gives, it gives the name of the gang members who are robbing this place. Like Biff, Crack, Mickey, and Thicket. <laughs> Thicket? Thicket. 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 Wow. We're in a thicket now. Oh, Oh, and there's Tommy Smith, the uh, owner, the lovable tusked It's a creepy thing to be held during sex. (laughs) I don't know. I understand your briar rabbit obsession. (laughs) Oh, by the way, and I have to say this. um, In his description of Tommy Smith, the owner, the last sentence is, he is considered a good man and makes the best donuts in town. Parentheses, possibly the nation. (laughs) This is some good fucking donuts. Uh, apparently so. <laughs> Guy Fieri's going to have to travel the way. He's a fucking Highlander now. Yeah. Find his way through the disputed territories to find the best donut. God, we could do a spinoff like Highlander type thing between Guy Fieri and Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Well, so he way, and Anthony Bourdain is like way, a Kurgan. Like, <laughs> Guy Fieri's Kurgan. <laughs> I was thinking Anthony Bourdain, but because he, he's taller. But you know, you do. I, I, I think I, Guy Fieri with his teeth filed into points <laughs> is funnier. Right. Plus, he's got the flame shirt. So he, that he, he and, uh, the, name, the, the name of the gang is the Spiked Mothers. The Spiked Mothers. The Spiked just Mothers. Gets better. Well, I mean, for all you people who have been scammed out of your life savings by Kate Whitman, <laughs> read Mutazoids. It's like a look into his mindset. Yeah. By the way, uh, recommended for ages 16 and up. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, shoulder mouths are pretty, with phantom noses. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. <laughs> yeah and se- asexual reproduction. Ooh, that's advanced. <laughs> uh, wow. 
Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, plagues. Uh, how about those? Uh, uh, those yeah, exist. those are those are uh, around. Uh, yeah, uh, at Rio exactly. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so I think we should really dive into this because the yeah. Olympic has the Olympics have sponsored board and card games before. Yeah, like they have, have Olympic they? branded cards. There was their Olympic brand monopoly for every year. That sounds terrible. So if we pitch right, we yeah. we could get a Rio sponsorship. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, the Rio Olympics happening. Uh, it it's not going 100 percent to plan. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I think it's, it's going pretty fine. Uh, to be fair, the Zika virus uh, threat is overblown because it's winter there, so most of the mosquitoes have died. Uh, that's not really doing much for the canal water that those uh, water sport people are going to be doing because that's Ooh. full of raw sewage and industrial waste. Uh, it builds character. It builds All right, character. so here's my first pitch. All right. FIFA v. Olympics. It's like Cthulhu Wars to see who can destroy Brazil the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> FIFA's like... We killed workers building our stadiums and dumped their bones into the concrete oh wall. And it's like, well, we'll see. We'll poison the water supply. So, uh, so is FIFA's headquarters going to be the, uh, that giant stadium? That the it's an RTS. <laughs> uh, what do you control? Uh, corrupt officials. Okay, just scuttling around. You in move mobs. the you move them to different places in the bureaucracy. <laughs> and they just no, no, shit it so out. Like no, the corrupt officials are like the mid level unit. The base level uh-huh. unit are bagmen with just bags of money to bribe. A Officials, and then you get like in exchange your ba- basic. And they're, they're, you're, you're like worker bees, and you get in exchange leverage to like corrupt the laws. All right, all right. Yeah, you're, I, you're, I, I okay. So you're, the maps divided up into provinces. Yeah, uh-huh. but the provinces are divided up into bureaucratic hierarchies. Yeah. Okay. So there's fights to the top of the pyramid for each right. one. And uh, there's multiple win conditions, like kill everyone it's in like Brazil, uh, <laughs> economically cripple it forever, um, get. Uh, start a revolution. Yeah, start, <laughs> anger everyone to start a, a start war. another socialist military junta. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the other one is make it seem nice so you can then corrupt the next country to hold the World <laughs> Cup and or Olympics. So I've got a question. As with every RTS, I'm sure each side has their super unit. What would FIFA super unit be? Uh, FIFA super. Oh unit. God, that head chairman guy that wouldn't reside. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> um, he his ultimate weapon, his ultimate attack would be uh, releasing a personalized movie, uh, aggrandizing how great he is <laughs> with Oscar-winning yeah. actors. Movie in it. propaganda. Movie propaganda. Oh. All right. Oh, no. United Passions, you disgusting piece of propaganda. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Now, what about the Olympics? The what Olympics. would their super unit be? Uh, opening ceremonies. Bob Costas. <laughs> Bob, Bob Costas? Just Bob Costas. I thought it would be uh, opening ceremony. He announces everything. The torch. <laughs> the torch. Oh, the oh torch. My God. Yeah. The torch is like a mid, like a high-level unit, you know? Is, is the torch like the literal torch, or is it like code for a plague this no, time? No, no, it's like the literal You're torch. You're passing the torch. You take it through a town, and it just quelches all insurrection. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, we can't art fight now. The torch is there. Look how great the running... So, yeah, FIFA's like the Zerg. Like, okay. they push hard, everyone knows they're awful, but there's just too many of there's just too many soccer fans, so they just they just go hard all the time. Whereas, it's all about sacrificing yeah, units. To, yeah, oh yeah, God. It's about sacrificing units to keep going. And then the Olympics, oh, they're no. they're all about like erasing anger, uh, even though they're pretty much just as awful. So they get less units. 
It's a Zerg versus Protoss kind of thing. Oh, great. I like that great. idea. Uh, does anybody <laughs> else have ideas for uh, games based on the Rio Olympics? Are you familiar with, uh, what is that one game, like Plague Inc. or something? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I love that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. So something something like that, except you're spreading the Olympic virus. I mean, <laughs> to date, we've only had the Olympics in one place at one time. What would happen if we started staging oh, God. multiple Olympics in multiple so like nations? So, like, each type... So, you have to come up with new types of Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Each one would be a strain. So, we already have exactly. summer and winter Olympics. The autumn Olympics. The autumn Olympics. <laughs> the spring Olympics. And spring. FIFA, you have to get people into it to be affected because, you know, America right now... No one really cares no about soccer. No one's showing FIFA the symptoms. The E-Olympics. Yeah, the E-Olympics. The E-Olympics. <laughs> the E-Sport Olympics. Except, uh, except though, unless America's team starts winning, yeah. then America suddenly gets into it. At that point, that's when it starts infecting. Well, it could be like Plague Inc., but also kind of like an election simulator. <laughs> like, because you, you want to up the latency of the Olympic virus so that people don't realize how fucking awful it's going to be for their country until after they voted in. Uh, and then, oh like, God. the red things are like, yes votes for bringing the Olympics to town. And you win if you destroy the country. <laughs> so, I have a different idea. And this would be more of a party game. Uh, a party it would be like a video game, party game, uh, about you know physics and stuff like that. And it would be a uh, stadium contractor. Uh, how much profit can you skim off of it by making that – like you would have a prep round where you would sort of build a stadium. You'd just like take a few minutes to like here's the benches and you choose the material. Everything uh-huh. from like – Cardboard to actual. Like, I've got I've got the first achievement yeah. for the game. Okay. Use no screws. Use no screws. Exactly. <laughs> Save lots of money that way. Yeah. And then, then once you've set up your stadium, you press play, and then uh, <laughs> the the horde of spectators comes in. <laughs> the and you see how long it goes yeah. until it just implodes. <laughs> until like you know the benches collapse or like people go flying off in the distance uh, from, from something exploding. You know, it's just. It will be a fun party game, you know. Uh, uh, okay, how about this? Games Workshop will give their license to fucking anybody. <laughs> so, Olympics 40K. <laughs> uh, so, it's Olympics set in the Warhammer 40K universe. Yeah. Only you just change the skins. You don't change anything actually involving the Olympics because it's fucking heavy metal enough. Like, <laughs> and set bladder is the god emperor. Build the foundations out of the bones of the poor. Oh my god. For god emperor. <laughs> Now, okay, yeah, yeah. I have two ideas. Okay, one is a game a little like SimCity 2013, where you're, oh, God. where you're like you're building the Olympics, and it, it gives you the same kind of problems because it is basically crime, sewage, power, electricity, infrastructure, and and like SimCity 2013, there's no win condition. Exactly, it's just shitty no matter what you do, and also with terrible agents. Yeah, so everything gets stuck where it's nothing. Oh, yeah, like my my city's nothing but sewage treatment plants. The sewer's still overflowing <laughs> because because the inherent system is broken. Yeah. Yeah. My other is a game where you're kind of, I guess you're uh, kind of like one of those god games, like uh, black and white. Yeah. Where, oh, yeah, where you're controlling a realm. I say you're you're like a race like the Cenobites. <laughs> who feed upon pain, misery, and <laughs> suffering. And your goal is to, like, you, you have to make them make each progressive Olympic more painful and, and cause more suffering. So, so, no, wait, no, wait. It's like Octodad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're a fucking Cenobite, and yeah. you're on the Olympic committee, and everyone's just pretending not to notice. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're, we're actually, that, the torch is like the Cenobite box that summons you. Yes. Uh, like uh, and so and, and yeah. the speeches break down, we're like, you know, uh, it's you know like, you know, like 
Or it could, it could be also be FIFA too, and it's like the next one will be held in Qatar, and then in subtitles, we have such sights to show you. Uh, I have an idea for a party game. Uh, this would be a card game, kind of like Cards Against Humanity or oh, uh, Snake Oil or something like that. So like one person is the plays the judge who's like the Olympic committee member. Everyone else plays public relation guy, and so the Olympic guy he'll draw two cards that says. Um, <coughs> That has like a noun and then a tragedy. So like, uh, an Big. elephant exploded at the airport, uh, and then every player has a card of hands that they have to use for the press release explaining it. So um, I have doves, uh, red, and uh, regret. Okay. <laughs> Our doves of regret fly red to you. So, you know, that, something like that. So it's randomized corporate apologies for a, a whatever atrocities come up. So, like, okay, I, I got We one. should actually make that game. Yeah, that's, okay. I, I, I want to play I also that spin Okay, I got a card game, too. Yeah. It's like the game I Worship Cthulhu, yeah. where everyone's handed a card where you're... A oh, like Mafia Werewolf. Yeah. 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 In the case, but this one, everyone, like the, you know, there's like the cards, like uh, one is Migrant Worker. Yeah. And you know, everyone closes your eyes, and then the guy who's running it, who's like the head of the you know Olympic, <laughs> com- or the FIFA committee, points to one random migrant worker like you die in a horrible accident. Oh my god! And then you find out everyone's a migrant, yeah, except for the one. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I I have a variation of that. Um, Everyone's a lawmaker, except one person is the Olympic Committee member. And what he's trying to do is to find the one uh, lawmaker who's not corrupt. So, like, you, can get- you have so many rounds to, like, find the guy who's going to, like, kick the Olympics out. Like, oh, there's going to be one motherfucker who throws a monkey wrench in this. And I'm gonna bribe you. Oh, you're already bribed. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna bribe you. All right, you're already bribed. Fuck. Damn it. And you've only got limited time before the vote's held. Yeah, before the vote's held. So you got to get that one guy who's not corrupt. Uh, uh, I want to take the video game I Am Alive. Oh God. Uh, reskin it. So yeah. you went to the Olympics. It was a great time. You got drunk. You passed out. But now the Olympics are over, <laughs> and you have to get out of the zone of abandoned stadiums. Uh, oh, wow. yeah. And it's just you know people are eating each other for food you need a crossbow we really have to change nothing about i am alive just you have to leave the now the forbidden zone in your city that is that is left after the olympics speaking of that have you are you familiar with division right where you use military we'll just call it favela renovation um we're They're re- looters. No, shoot them yeah, all. Just or, take care of it. Gentrification. Yeah. You know, actually, uh, well, I don't think that's going to be worried too much about Rio. Uh, <laughs> the actually, you know, one thing would be uh, trade trademark lawyers, where you are trademark lawyers for the Olympics and their sponsors, and basically. Uh, I'm not sure if this would be a board. I think this would be a board game, actually, where like one person's trying to be like one player is the local merchants who are using the word Olympic or unauthorized and shit like that. And then the other player. So it could be kind of like Clue or uh, something like, oh, what's that game where you like have 100 faces in front of you? And like, does your guy <laughs> guess have, who? Yeah, guess who? So you're like. Does that venue break copyright law? <laughs> no. Uh, this, See, I yeah. imagine a push your luck mechanic yeah. where you're like going from legitimate 
things for copyright law and just seeing how far you can push it without like going over. Oh, you, you so like when you when like you go for the Olympics and roll and you fail, like ah, oh, there's pushback against Olympic copy rolls. But if you're really big, you can kind of like shoot the mood and copyright like the notion of sports <laughs> <laughs> or the concept of a ball. Like you just like you're just trying to push as deep into copyright sure. troll territory oh as God. you can without going over. Oh, all right. Here, here's another good one. You're familiar. Everyone's familiar with Majora's Mask. The moon is hurtling towards you, and you can't stop it. This, this That's, would be like, except fee- the moon. It's got a FIFA logo Yeah, except it. the moon. It's FIFA. The Olympics. And there's no turn-back time mechanic. Yeah. It just hits you, and there's nothing you can do about it. So it's it. like Groundhog's Day, and you die yeah. at the oh, end. Yeah, here's, yeah. Oh, here's a great video game. It's, yeah. like, you know, it's like the intro to Fallout 4, when you get suddenly, it comes on the news, that the Olympics are coming to your hometown, and then there's you have to run to that shelter. <laughs> <laughs> and you, then you get in there, and then you're released after, like, after the ceremonies. And now, and I noticed the ramshackle towns you, and houses you build in the game look pretty much kind of like the ramshackle things that spring up in the wake of FIFA and the Olympics. Uh, oh, the Olympics. Okay, oh, no, no. Okay, so it's like Fallout settlement building. Only you're building housing for journalists at the Sochi Olympics. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah. everything's made of like plaster and sugar glass. And there are wolves everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and wolves run. Or like Silent Hill, where, where you're in the one in Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, that would be. Sochi, that, yeah. yeah, that was Sochi. I think uh, we have some good ideas here. I think we have uh, Olympic Committee. I know you listen to this podcast. So. Yeah. Hit, hit us up! Hit us up! You know <laughs> what up? We make games. We too. need we we need that sweet money, and you you need uh, probably just to launder some more money. I, mean, uh, I don't know. We invite you to launder we'll money handle that through for us. You. Yeah. Um, but speaking of quests, uh, let's let's continue on with the future king. Uh, let's do let's. So uh, Tom, you weren't here for the last one. I was not. So Tom, to yeah. sum up, here's what happened: a dragon appeared and left. Sinbad showed up, <laughs> left. A wizard. Came Came up, said, hey, left. <laughs> and then we're somewhere on the way to rescuing King Arthur. Not also, yes. we're Bruce Lee, yeah. Doc Holliday, Cyrano de Bergerac. Cyrano de Bergerac. The fictional one. <laughs> Owen Glendower. Owen Glendower. Oh, Welsh Prince. century Welsh Prince with Necromancy. <laughs> yeah, with Necromancy. <laughs> Nostradamus. Uh, and Haro de Harararararar, <laughs> who is a Viking. Uh, yeah, and Doc Holliday. So these six chosen characters are Out sent on a time. quest. <laughs> To save King Arthur. Uh, so we let's get in the actual adventure, because we already went over the system and the random encounters. Uh, so I'll mention... So the first thing is you meant... Uh, I think I mentioned this last time. You meant uh, Talinsen, uh, this Welsh bard of legend. And there's like a fucking 20-line poem. He just like shows up, oh, I'm Talinsen, I'm Blackbird, and the bull, and I'm Is that this. what Glendower just like, wet? What is that? <laughs> is yeah. that Talinsen? Li- <laughs> Talin- oh my god. Whoa. Oh, How's my hair look? Guys, oh, guys, man. listen, yeah. listen. Listen to his beautiful voice. Uh, so the last T Swift of his time. <laughs> it just goes on for like fucking. It's tw- it's a twenty line poem, and then he just ends. I will be with you to the point of the path. To point out the path, seven visions show the way. We must hurry. I am Talzin. He ends the poem out. He begins. I am Talzin. He's like, yep. And then he just turns into a bird and flies away. Oh, thanks. So this continues the, uh, yeah. the streak of yes. people coming by and leaving. Yeah, he transforms himself into an eagle. Uh, so do you guys actually do anything in this no, game? Yet? No, so far no. No, well, there are, we just went over the rules and the mecha- and the uh, random encounters and stuff like that. Uh, so the first encounter is with a giant with uh, that you have to catch his magic spear and throw it back at him to kill him. He's immune to everything else, uh, and that that's pretty much it. 
Uh, this is after Talisman. Yeah. <laughs> Doc Holliday's got it. Yeah. It's in the lunger of the. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so then you go to a chasm, which it's, you know, it's a chasm. Like, oh, there's ways to cross it. You it's could... a hole in. Yeah. A hole in the ground is a problem. Yeah, you just chop a tree down and make a bridge. Yep, there you go. You know, there's that's seven, it. That, that's really they just, all day after a dragon. They're like, look at this hole in the, the ground. The dragon is random. It could show up at any time or not. We're not at all. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. The a, counter A five, the three caves. So before the heroes enter the so after the chasm, there's a cavern. Uh, and before you enter the cavern, though, the GM should check for one possible random encounter. So there, see that's how it's set up. And right, so you, and then the dragon leaves. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Depending on how, what you Head roll. cannon, everything's just going to be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Talzin went this way, and then you go in the cavern, there, it splits off in three ways. But he doesn't tell you which way he went. Look for eagle feathers. Uh, there's a feather at the beginning of the cave. So that's there why you, you know he went in the cave, but not which of the three paths. The whole challenge is to figure out which of the three paths. Two of them are fucking death traps, <laughs> and the third one is, like, one of them is poison gas, kill you. Uh, no save. Second one, uh, walls will crush you. Third one is, oh, there's the, there's that fucking Welsh bard. Uh, and this is sounding like shit that teenage guys in middle school used to make dungeons on graph paper. Like, here's death, like, there's only one path. Death, well, drive, death, oh, drive, oh, death, drive. Nostradamus can use his magic powers to, pr- uh, <laughs> let's see here, he could use... Uh, clairvoyance, and if you like, have what like they describe in a paragraph. Okay, if one here is at one end of the cavern, and then he moves his torchlight back and forth, uh, Nostradamus could use his clairvoyance to spy to see Talzin, and if he sees that light in the distance, he knows it's that cave uh, path. So, yeah, uh, and he got to use his psychometry, which is object reading, to read the mind of the walls of the cavern <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, I remember someone because built walls a- have minds. Well, for Nostradamus, they fucking do, Tom. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot it was Nostradamus. They, yeah, so he the the cavern walls remember that someone built a poison gas trap here, or they remember crushing people, you know, so that's how you detect the the, uh, the death trap. So, that's, so Nostradamus is the best character. Uh, well, it depends, uh, but yes. Uh, so then you come to a tavern, or a fortress. In uh, the cave? No, past the cave. Okay. Uh, so he turns in, yeah, Talzin turns back into a man, and then he shows you the rock of the fortress, blah, blah, blah. And then you go into this massive room in the in this uh, fortress, and there's uh, it's really bright in there because there's just hundreds of warriors who are lying on the floor in circles, uh, in full plate mail or chain mail. There's a torch at each of their feet, uh, and so and their armor's really shiny, so it's really bright in there. So there's just hundreds and hundreds of dudes just sleeping in their body armor. With torches at their feet. Magical torches, what? obviously. And one of them's missing, and that's uh, Bedivere. And, oh, uh, prophecy. And then it goes on for, like, five paragraphs to explain which version of the Arthurian legend he's using to run this game. Which is Welsh. He's using the Welsh version. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> so that's the entire encounter. And then you fight. You After you leave that room, there's the Red Knight. So there's just sleeping dudes, and that's it. There's just sleep. Well, there's Bedivere, and he's well, missing. Well, big deal. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, they all have name plaques, too. Okay. So I'll... that's why you know Bedivere's gone. Okay, good. Because it says Bedivere, but there's no Bedivere. All right, well, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but We'll then... meet him later. He'll say hi and then Yeah, leave. then just leave. <laughs> well, no, here's the first fight to the death. Well, second one, because <laughs> the, the giant. Uh, the Red Knight, and he's got a fire sword. He can shoot the fire from his sword twice, but no Only more. Twice. <laughs> and he can't reload his fire sword. It's but... a double barrel fire sword. <laughs> <laughs> and... He, he's got to go to his reload station. His mind is going to be blown when he sees he Doc blows his ultimate, yeah. 
he uh, he has a fire sword. He has a bloody sword. Uh, so he can cut, you know, he can cause wounds. That the sword can only be bloody twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, he, and he's the guardian of the past, and so you have to kill him. Of the past? Yeah. There's also a guardian of the future. We'll get to him. Why does the guardian of the past want to kill us? Because he's a guardian. He's guarding. Wait, we're not interfering with the past. Yes, you are. You're on a quest. Some of us are interfering with the past, but yeah. like... All the player characters are. They're out of time. Are they? Yeah. Are they all from the future? All right, d- uh, moving on. Uh, Dolorious Mound. This is part C. So you go to this river, and you see there's on one side of the river, there's white sheep. And then on the other side, there's black sheep. And uh, racism. Yeah. Uh, when a sheep, cro- one sheep on one side of the river will bleat, and then a sheep from the other side will hear that bleat and cross the river. But when he crosses the river, he will change from white to black or black to white. Oh, God, I've seen this puzzle in games. Fuck it. No. <laughs> and, that, and so that's the clue if you... Cross this river, you become from a hero to a villain. There's no mechanics to describe that. So you have to find, you just have to find the way. <laughs> Bruce Lee, so but what, evil. Yeah. So what, so what, you're Bruce Lee wearing that yellow, that yellow outfit, and then you cross and you're in an SS uniform? Apparently. So you have to find the Do one. Do not be like water. There's one place in the river that you can cross, and it's safe to cross. Not to be, have your alignment changed on you. So you tie a rope around a sheep and just drag it down the river. No! It's a magic thing. You have to find, get the help of the Embroiler of Britain. Uh, everyone know. Wait, what? <laughs> the Embroiler of Britain. That's the name of this dude. Uh, who is... What's he embroiling? Britain! His name is Ithok, <laughs> which is actually spelled Iddog. I-D-D-A-W-G. Welsh, Yeah, it's Welsh. Yeah, sorry, Welsh people. Ithok, son of Mino, uh, Mumio, Mumnio. Uh, but anyways, he was called the Embroiler of Britain because he, you know, he Arthur sent him to Mordred to apologize, but he was like, "Fuck you, Mordred. What up?" He embroiled Britain. He embroiled, yes. And so See? he's he's cursed, and he's like, "As penance, I have to help you." Is Fine. his curse that he has the worst title ever? <laughs> That's probably part of it. It's, it's I I mean, it's not even good for a band name. Like it's the worst band punk band name I've ever heard. Uh, after the sex message, we have the Embroilers of Britain, and everyone's like, "Anyone want Burger King?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go get Burger King. Uh, for my crime and disloyalty, a heavy, heavy penance was set upon me. Until the day that Arthur is once more king, I must ride and remember my deeds. Uh, so he shows you the safe path w- uh, across the river, which is this. Uh, the area is bounded on both sides by stones sticking up out of the water. The far side of the river ford is marked by an eight-foot-tall spear embedded in the rock of the bank. Running from the socket of the spear are three streams of blood. The rivulets of blood trickle down the rocky banks to mingle with the waters of the ford. Stay within the boundaries of the ford. And, you so, know. I'm sorry, why is this even here if the guy is just right there to give you the solution? Uh, because when you cross it, he's attacked by an alligator monster. And it literally <laughs> says in the book, you, no matter what you do... He is mortally wounded by this. But then you fight the alligator monster. The uh, so Adnan. Isn't he glad about that? Because now yeah. he's dead? Yes. He's like, oh, you drag him to the shore and be like, oh, my burnt penance is done. Wait, but, but his penance would be dead when we rescue Arthur. Wait, his penance would be done when we rescue Arthur. Well, yeah, but that, that's how the embroiler... Uh, he wanted so, to. That's so, how he wait. Wants. so wait. Why don't we just quit the adventure right there? Yeah. <laughs> he's only going to die. If Arthur returns. Our only mission in this is to return Arthur. It's fated for us to succeed 
So why don't we just all go fucking home now? <laughs> uh, no, there's no. You're heroes. You what happens if we bring him across the bank with us? Well, he's attacked on the way by the uh, Adnock, which is the alligator. Oh, monster. he guides us through the river. What if we hold him over our heads? Hey guys, Adnock. Hey guys, I don't know what you do. I just Adnock. Adnock uh, gets ambushed, gets two free attacks on him, and wounds him and mortally. Don't you guys we lead Adnock back to the Sheep River? But then lead him across. <laughs> yeah. Then he's a nice guy. Well, <laughs> and then he apologizes for everything. But he that's after he wounds the dude. But then he could revive him. I'm sure no, he's got Nostradamus magical alligator ma- powers. No, Nostradamus, who has magical healing powers, cannot magically heal. Oh guy. well, then that's fine. The Welsh then, prince can just raise a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, that'd be great. You just bring him back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, my watch is ended. What? <laughs> Fuck you! Why did you do that? Don't you guys love cutscenes and RPGs? <laughs> this right? is basically the game, aside from fights. Uh, yeah. It's super, yeah. No, you fight the Adnock. You have to kill it. I, I'm gonna, I don't think so. We're going to reform him. We're reforming it. <laughs> we're going to the river of reform. Let's go and, down and to throwing, the river to pray. And throwing everything across. <laughs> uh, well, next you meet an earthen mound, and on the earthen mound, there's a bloody head who tells you some shit. Uh, <laughs> there's three messages. Uh, first is, to rejoin the bard, you must not stray from the pathway of light. The second message is, bring the bones of Bedivere to bra- brand the bless. And the third message is, search the mound until you find it uh, a smooth black stone the size of a man's hand to open the fairy portal, touch the stone, and say, the time is near. Then he stops talking. So he just gives you those things. He's just a bloody severed head. Then let's cool. take it. Yep. Okay. You can. I guess. It actually doesn't say. But <laughs> when you We go- don't have the bones of Bedivere. Not yet. You have to find them. Okay. You find them in the mound when you find the little black stone to touch it and you say the time's near. You go in the fairy mound, then you fight uh, the black worm of the barrow. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> so the guy's prophecy is all about shit that's directly under it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yo, dog, I'm going to help you out real big right here, all right? <laughs> Bones of a guy you need to grab beneath me. Magic stone you need beneath me. Say the magic words. <laughs> yeah. Right now. <laughs> I'm going to head out. <laughs> Uh, and then there are some little gnomish guys called the, uh, let's see, Cornids, uh, and they basically throw magical gems at Harold Haradada's feet, and then they're like, oh, restrain your greed, Harold, for we owe you no taxes, and then if you take the gold, they attack you, but if you don't do anything, they're like, okay, (laughs) we just tried to prank you, and, you know, So the trap is, we don't want to pay you taxes, and then that, yeah. that's yeah, a very that's, that's a very yeah, okay. I'd, I'd grab they that tried, gold. I can see a lot of places a, to buy. They're things trying to this. punk you. That, okay, yeah. that is a, that's a very libertarian trap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you avoid that, then they do one for uh, let's see here, uh, Serranio. Oh, this is good. Uh, they're making fun of uh, Serranio. Uh, they're like, oh no, that can't be a nose. Surely it must be a flesh-colored cucumber. Oh, it's a nose, but it's like his mother must have been frightened by an <laughs> elephant. Well, if it were mine, I'd have it amputated and quickly before it grew some more. I bet he has to have his cup specially made so he can drink. Take care, Serenio. Wait like that might make you top heavy. And so, so they just make fun of him. Like, yep. there, there's yep. no greater thing here. They're just like, ah. If, if, if Serenio attacks, then they fight. And, you know, it's another fight that you have to do. Otherwise, you could just... If you just if reply to the pranks in kind, then you're like, oh, here's a magic stone that improves your armor. Uh, so that's that encounter. So Wow. Yeah. It's teaching us valuable lessons. God, in I life. hate the future king <laughs> <laughs> more and more. Uh, let's see here. Um, then you go into. Wait, why are you moving back in the book? Like, no, this is in order. 
But why are the characters from SmackDown? We went over this last time. It's in terribly random order. <laughs> the rules are after the like the rules are in the, after this. Like the player characters are in the middle of the book, then the rules, and then the adventure again. God. So God it, damn it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a it's a train wreck. Uh, so then you go to the Twilight Teg, which is some sort of foresty area. Uh, there's, <laughs> I'm not going to read the flavor text. There's some immersion there, Ross. <laughs> ah, you're the one who loves, hates it. Uh, anyways, the, there's a crystal path that you know meanders. Uh, if you leave this path, then you're lost forever. Uh, you could also have a random encounter here. Uh, which What's the incentive to leave the path? Uh, oh, the fairies show up and they're like, hey, have a feast. We have a feast for you. And if you eat any of the fairy food, you're lost you're forever. gone forever. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so as always with the future king, the answer is don't get off the rails. Yeah, don't get off the rails. Don't go. Don't, the don't, don't go. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then th- this leads to a sea fortress, uh, a sea girt forest fortress. Uh, it rises up from the cliffside. Uh, it's Atlantis. It's not. It's <laughs> Welsh Atlantis. Welsh Atlantis. Carcidi, which is, this is this is the the bard's uh, crib. All right. Tal Talazin. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's been doing a shit job of He has been. Uh, welcome to Kier City. Uh, Kier She, uh, the lady says. The house is waiting for you. Uh, and then, oh, here's a riddle for you. Uh, from rocket came, from, into rocket will go, anointed with water, favored of ravens. If you answer this, I'll bless you. If not, okay. <laughs> I, don't say anything. Don't answer. <laughs> Do you want to know what it is? What is it? Tom, do you have an idea what it is? No. <laughs> no anyone, you want to guess? What, from Rocket came, from, to Rocket goes, favored by ravens? And anointed with water. And anointed with water? Yeah. I don't... I don't care enough. What? No. <laughs> it's Excalibur! Jeez, it's so obvious. What? Fuck yeah. you! <laughs> Fuck you, game. Favored by ravens? Yeah. Everyone knows that. Rockets? Ravens. Favored by Ravens. What was the first two lines? From Rocket Came. Yeah, From Rocket Came. From Rocket Rock. From Rock It Came. Yes. I thought it was From Rocket, like. (laughs) (laughs) I could have asked for a clarification there. I'm like, I do not remember a sword going into space. (laughs) We are about to go in space, though. Are you for real? Yeah, I am totally for real. You're going to New Camelot. Uh, (laughs) Because you have to face the Guardian of the Future. In so space. In, God, on the planet of New Camelot. Fucker. The planet of New Camelot. Yeah, no, basically, Talion shows up. He's like, uh, I'm glad you made it. Come and rest for a while, for your journey will still be long and hard. Uh, you point to six chairs uh, in this fortress, and you sit down, and then, boom, you're in an interplanetary shuttle about to land on the planet of New Camelot. No one notices you. No one pays attention to you. At this point yeah. in the future, K, Mike... <laughs> It'd be like, my character's going to behave like me trying to get to, like, the subway in a big city. <laughs> Just, like, put your headphones in, ignore everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ignore all the crazy homeless people trying to accost you. Make no eye contact. <laughs> Just keep, Do not answer riddles. <laughs> Just keep walking forward. Okay. Just <laughs> don't engage. Okay, this is sounding like the Once and Future King as written by some, you know, spastic eight-year-old who has just watched Star Wars. Oh, no, this guy, he knows his Welsh mythology. <laughs> he really loves Welsh shit, man. Arthur was a real person, by the way, who led the people. This is what the book, this is what it says God in there. God damn it. Son. Just <laughs> fucking keep going. <laughs> Anyways. Are uh, we done yet? Nope. How many pages are left? Oh, we're lot. only getting, we're, don't worry, we'll stop. We, we, are we at the, least past the characters? We are past the characters. <laughs> we're just past the characters. So you're past the characters. You're halfway done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you find yourselves in the interplanetary shuttle. 
Uh, have a pleasant voyage from Cygnus Starline for your next journey. Uh, and then you go to new, you land on New Camelot. It's a really nice planet, but aliens attack and uh, squat ugly ships, and they just start blowing up the planet, just start killing all the people. New Camelot. What new are Camelot. the aliens a metaphor for? Uh, I don't, Mordred. I don't know. Brexit. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Topical. <laughs> you go find the Guardian of the Future. Is this why we have the to... Guardian of the Future is already dead. <laughs> is this why we need to get Arthur because Brexit's happening? Uh, apparently. Um, oh. The thing is, you can't do anything to save the people. No one notices. Nothing can hurt you. Uh, so it's like, oh, the horror! All these people being slaughtered. And but so it's even harder on rails. Yeah. But then, in the flaming ruins of New Camelot, the heroes spy an individual who stands out. He is eight feet tall and wears a strange armor made of tough-looking plastic. Because uh, Nostradamus knows what plastic looks like. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> and Owen Glendower. Um, his entire body is encased in armor. The armor plates are connected by a series of heavy wire cables. The cables are hooked into a large, bulky belt. Uh, and he has no hands. What? One of his arms has a pistol on it. He or, has no hands? Nope. Uh, the other arm has a tube that vaguely is resembles a flashlight. No, this is the Guardian of the Future, the Plasteel Warrior. Plasteel it's Warrior. Plastic is hard as steel, uh, which was actually a common term in sci-fi in the 70s and 80s and early. Okay. <laughs> Just So he sees you guys, too. And then he starts Great. walking to them, and about and once he gets within seven hundred feet, he just opens fire. Uh, one of his arms. So we just a, maintain distance and walk around him. You have to kill him. You have to kill him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maintain he has distance. an energy sword. Seven hundred feet, dude. We're fucked. Yeah. We have a Viking. <laughs> you have a close combat martial arts special, and a guy with a barely rifled pistol from <laughs> the a, old west. He has a lever action rifle too. From well, seven hundred feet, we're boned. Well, you could you could you rush him <laughs> just from seven hundred feet. Uh, Bruce Lee's really fast. Also, you have Nostradamus who has magic powers. He could use his illusion magic powers. I I, I, I pretty think we're boned here. <laughs> well, yeah. no, no. See, clearly the the, the, the solution is to maintain seven hundred feet and just walk mm-hmm. around him. Yeah. Just maintain that bubble around. Well, this just guy. wait till you get to cover, and then he has to turn the corner. You're like oh, Bruce Lee in your face. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to do great against that steel armor. Uh, he probably steel. would, given the rules. I'm not going to le- learn the rules well enough to figure that out. <laughs> but we'll just assume that all of you killed. Also, they all assume that all of these heroes have survived this far, uh, which is far from certain. Uh, because, again, you're like, oh, you ate fairy food, you're gone forever. <laughs> um, oh, or a poison gas. <laughs> so, uh, and then you get to the Castle of Wonders, which is illusionary. But, but to how? Be, to be clear, to be so, yeah. clear. That one guy's dead, so of course we're all alive. Yeah. We're fated to succeed. Yeah. There's no reason to keep playing. Wait, so how do we get to the Castle of Wonders? It just starts fading into existence. Like, it's superimposing itself over New Camelot, the space So, line. all right. So, we, so, like so I said, it's like fades clear, in and out. I just want to be clear, even the effects in this scenario yeah. are kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> what I love in the flavor text is that it takes over one of the PCs. Uh, the two settings fade in and out as if struggling for dominance. Details seem to become intermingled. Then for a moment, the two settings almost merge. Cover your eyes, Nostradamus suddenly warns. Then there's a great flash of light. Uh, they would have been blinded had it not been for Nostradamus predicting the future. If he's alive. He, yeah, if he's alive. <laughs> At this point in the adventure. And also, now I am the DM and I'm going to take over your character, yeah. Nostradamus. Fuck you, you say this. Yeah. No. So at this point in the adventure, if you don't have Nostradamus, everyone continues blind. Uh, and then you find yourself in a dusty plane, and then there's these four castles. If you can see it. There's, yeah. <laughs> 
uh, which is stretched as far as the eye can see. And then there's four castles that whirl and fly in a spectacular dance. Uh, one's made of silver and oak. The second one's gold and ivory. third is built of iron and marble. And the fourth is made of bronze and jade. And they're just flying around. They're just flying flying castles. Yep. In the, and there's a skeleton dressed in <laughs> armor. This is Bedivere's corpse. Uh, I thought we already found better no, sorry. underneath I, the mound. I, I, missed it. I'm, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. All right. Look, it's a very rich story, Caleb. Yeah, it's, I, uh, that's understandable. There's a lot of plot, oh, plot points to keep. Oh, Mythology. It actually says you could use Owen Glendower's necromancy to talk to dead Bedivere uh, <laughs> and be like, what the fuck's going on? And he'd be like, oh, I made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> and he, yeah. So. Or couldn't, couldn't. Oh, you know that spear that was dripping blood? That was his spear. Uh, should we have grabbed that? I don't know. It doesn't. Neither does he, apparently. Yeah. Are we, are we um, done yet? There's no. Four, there's four flying castles. That seems pretty climactic. Like, uh, so, so you have to enter in. If you enter, you have to figure out which uh, castle to go into. How do uh, we go into the castle? Uh, let's see here. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, they descend to the plane temporarily. So, oh, like, they okay. stop. So it's like a rhythm game. You know, you have to wait. Right. Right. D D R castle. Right. Uh, and so if you go into the silver and oak one by mistake, silver un- unicorn pops out and he's like, fuck you, and attacks. Uh, if you go in the castle of bronze and jade, bronze wolf. Uh, castle of iron and marble, iron raven. They just attack you. You know, they just pop out. It's like, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> You're just traumatized. I'm trash. Uh, but if you go in the golden ivory, there are two young men guarding the door. Uh, they're like, hey, come on in. Then there's an old man. He talks to the guards. Be like, hey. Then there's 24 gold maidens who like, hey, awesome. Uh, and then rest for a time. Uh, and then my sons and yeah. So then there's 24 dudes uh, as the door guards. Uh, so yeah, they what? they just give you a big feast and you can rest and restore all your hit points. And that's what, as far as we'll it... get to in this part. Gosh, fucking God. <sighs> God this isn't damn. really an RPG. No. <laughs> It has its own system. This Doc. is an on-rail shooter with lots of cutscenes. <laughs> with no shooting. With no Sir Thomas. And there is shooting because Doc Holliday has guns. He never needs to shoot the gun. He does need to shoot the guns. <laughs> when? He had the Guardian of the Past, the Guardian of the Future. No, we cross the river. We can figure it out ourselves. We cross the river and then the Guardian well, dies okay. by himself. I will, say, I will say, I play lethal enforcers and you're using a six-shooter and in the last level you have to take down an Apache helicopter yeah. with a six-shooter. Well, there's the Plasteel Warrior. You have to shoot him. Mm-hmm. No, we maintain a 700-foot radius and go into the Castle of Wonders. <laughs> I don't appreciate your min-maxing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? This is just the best. It's a rich game. interpretation of Arthurian legend. Yeah, I like the part where Arthur maintains a seven hundred foot from seven hundred foot mer- radius with Merlin. Oh no! Yeah, the, the, we'll we'll conclude it next time with uh, the conclusion where Merlin. Will we? Yeah. Does it have an end? <laughs> it does have. Is an there end. always one more page? There are a finite number of pages, Caleb. It's a Mobius strip of a game. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, but we, I mean, we saved the best for last, really. Oh really? Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Of course. Uh, so this is a PDF that I only briefly glanced through. Okay. Uh, and immediately upon looking at so, it. So, yeah, we have a special shout-out to Noah on the RPR group me who linked to this uh, and pointed out its existence. What is the title of this Judge's Guild adventure? Glory Hall, Dwarven Mine. <laughs> da, 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 da. Did I get your attention, da, 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 da. Caleb? <laughs> you gotta ask how much it costs. You can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> so, very obviously, the name is Glory Hall. And let me tell you, they spare no expense in dropping it. There is, a, just in the first paragraph, it's, there, there is uh, such, uh, such gems as 
the glory hole has been worked by the dwarves for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> and then just continues for the entire entire PDF. And by the way, glory hole is, I believe, an old... Like, it's not, like, recent slang. Like, it's been around for, for a, a while. while. All right, yeah. okay, so, like... Le- Walk me through this. Do they know what glory hole means and the whole thing's a sophomoric joke? Are they so nerdy they don't know what it means and use it unironically and therefore it becomes that much more hilarious? Or are they impersonating someone that doesn't know what it means and try and use it unironically for like an ultra meta joke? Like I can't, I can't parse. Yeah, well, yeah. What what is your interpretation of this? I could not get a read on it. Oh, <laughs> the one thing I'm certain of is that they they really just drop it at every corner. <laughs> For example, I think two dwarves. or three. Then I think if they were innocent, they wouldn't be dropping. It's like the word epic in the epic level handbook. Yeah. The dwarves took advantage of the glory hole. The dwarves were very happy. <laughs> 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 this is worth the four dollars. They, they even hired many non dwarves to help with the glory hole. <laughs> well, naturally. Really? You want some variety? So, so it continues on. How glorious can a hole be? Like, even if gold Very started, glorious. Yeah, apparently. 48 pages of glory. Well, this wow. is a glory hole everyone right, wants so to in, in the context of it, what is a glory hole? Uh, it's a mine with gems and jewels, but also where a demon is banished. <laughs> They're playing dwarf horses. That's, that's the main co- uh, conflict You don't here. want gems and jewels in your glory hole. It'll change. <laughs> no. But, no, no. but if the church don't, is to... Don't, don't if the church is to that glory hole. You'll find the devil. But if the church is to be, uh, be believed, there's a demon in I'm there. I'm going to banish a demon to your glory hole. <laughs> so oh, there's God. a demon called, uh, I think, Miratog, uh, banished into the depths of the glory hole, who is sitting on a diamond throne. Uh, and the dwarves want that diamond throne. Uh, obviously. Uh, but they die a lot. Uh, and honestly... A lot of the book wasn't very interesting. There is just a vast, vast amount of It's weird of how basing your entire RPG around a shitty euphemism. <laughs> it's an adventure, not a full RPG, but yeah. Uh, also, there's a lot of casual racism against demons, uh, such as... Uh, well, this is new. Yeah. No, there, there are great things like, oh, the demons tried to overthrow the humans, as they do. <laughs> That's just what they do. Try to overthrow it's in their oh, biology. Just... It's like Zootopia, man. Yeah. <laughs> it taught me it's all it... about. Oh yeah, it, it's in their. Taught dun... me about race. <laughs> yeah, it, it's in their dunna. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I assume. Skyrim. Also, like this is based on some vast uh, uh, pre-existing library of lore mm-hmm. because there is mention of the Overlord and his clones. Oh yeah, the city state of the Invincible Overlord was actually a Judges Guild. Uh, set All right, I'm, okay. Well, that that clears that up for I me. Fucking hate that you know that. <laughs> like it makes me like angry that you know that. Like there, there's a lot of like that makes me very happy that that makes you angry. It was just like so matter of fact. Like off the oh yes, well obviously the the Invincible Overlord was. Ugh! I want to give you a swirly. I don't know why. Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, there is, despite this game being published in 1981, uh, there is a bisexual character, and they they make certain that you are aware of this. How do they? Say they it? mention it a lot in parentheses. Bob, bisexual. Yeah, bisexual Bob. What what is the character's name, by the way? Uh, let's see. Oh, I just scrolled past it. I think it was something like Sabro, Sabra. Sabra or Sabra? Sabra the bisexual. Sabra the bisexual. Is that an advanced character class? Yes. <laughs> you, you can't start with that. <laughs> you have to level up into it. Uh, and there's Do you get into <laughs> bisexual is dual class? 
I'm a demisexual. I'm even. So there's they speaking of parentheses, they use those a lot just for like odd mention. Is it like <laughs> glory parenthesis? No, no. There's like everybody descends into the mine at the same time because it's a fantasy game. I don't know what that means. <laughs> wow, that is that's not good. That is no, not I, good. I don't know what that means. I, I, you just can you have to appreciate that prose. Yeah, and the game starts with this long expository block about why this mine is important, and then ends with a sentence about stats for a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing. That's pretty. Uh, I think that's pretty amazing. This is the history of it, and here's Fleep the Goblin's uh, hit points. But it's a Robert Frost poem, isn't yeah. it? This yeah. is how the world ends with the stats of a goblin. Anyway. Here's Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, here's Shorty. He has 2D hit points. I, I, is his name Shorty? Is yes. This, okay. That's his nickname. Okay. Oh, my God. What's his real name? Does it uh, say? Let's see. Uh, da, da. Uh, By the way, those are some jumped up fucking dwarves to be nicknaming a goblin Shorty. <laughs> his name is Stalker. Stalker. That's a cool name. It's a creepy name. It's a good name for a goblin. Is it? Oh, all right. Now, here's... Here's yeah. my favorite part about the book. What? Kukalkin, the Dragon King. Ooh. What do you imagine that kind of king would have like, uh, in his treasury? What do you imagine? Gold tablets. Gold? All right, Caleb. Uh, dragons? Okay. Just nothing but dragons. <laughs> dragons, Tom, what do you think? Gems, Kukulkin? lots of gems. And... You, well, you're all wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's an example of some of the things he has in his treasury. Super, super glue. Wait, what? A flashlight. An electric typewriter. A motorcycle. Is this a crossover with Mutazoids? I don't know. Kukulkin I mean, was Terry. Yeah. Wait, did Whit? This is before Mutazoids. Did Whitman rip off oh, shit. Glory Hole? <laughs> oh God, it is ripe for the ripping off, but. It, my favorite part is that before decision... Just explain how he has this shit. Uh, yeah, he was overthrown by a, an anti-technology priest. And Kukulkan and his uh, devouts uh, made a, a tomb, sort of like a pharaoh, uh, and hid his motorcycle in it. <laughs> <laughs> he has a motorcycle? Yeah, before going into the mine, you can find a motorcycle Wait. that you can ride on to defeat Miratog. The demon. The demon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought that makes it better, Caleb. Don't worry, you could get... You can get... Wait, a, is it... What kind of dragon is that that can ride a motorcycle? I, okay. It's an awesome dragon. Okay, I a greaser dragon? Yeah. I understand why riffs is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's because up to a certain point in RPG history, every game was riffs. <laughs> you're ra- you're and it was really... a fucking dark time. <laughs> Holy Whoa. shit! You can find a twenty-two caliber stainless steel Beretta you find a Saturday Night Special. Imagine a dwarf holding it sideways. Yeah. Hands off my glory hole, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. Best best case scenario, you get the, the rifle, the motorcycle, and you... Oh, God, there's sunglasses, too. So, so rifle, sunglasses... Do they raise your charisma? It doesn't say. They should. They let you see in bright spaces. Even oh. if you have nerve bundles? No. Oh. No. You only see black and white the that sunglasses way. do nothing. <laughs> so, that was the highlight of the entire PDF. Uh, and then, f- br- just briefly following that, there's like, there's like a five-page list of the ores you can find in the mine. <laughs> five pages of it's ores. It's very exhaustive. 
It gives you, like, the probability of finding it, the size of the ore, the ore grade, uh, how many times you Geology. Could it, the level of the deposit, uh... And it just goes oh, the yield percentage from each one. <laughs> Holy shit. That there's a stone cutting table? It just continues. <laughs> <laughs> is this okay? Is this an RPG or is this Minecraft? Hey, once we've ex- once we've exhausted the mine, can we frack it? <laughs> are there are there rules for that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, maybe I didn't get that far. <laughs> and then after that, there's a long table of just like encounters. They were mostly unremarkable, except for this one ogre who has, like, this... All, all of the enemies are just like, oh, it's a goblin. Oh, it's just a manticore or whatever. Fuck you, Shorty. Yeah, or Shorty. But then there's one that's like, it's an ogre who recently had a domestic dispute with her partner and is looking for him in the mine so that she can beat him. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Whoa! Shit. Yeah! It's like cops! Like, you're just it's... like, excuse me, ma'am. You know, I got my 22 bread right here. <laughs> Let me shine my flashlight You're in your face. You're gonna give me my money, Rodney. <laughs> You're gonna give me that child support, you son of a bitch. And it's great, because it specifically says if you leave her alone, she won't fight you. But she's carrying the arms of two elves who have magic rings on. Just the arms. Just the arms. Are, like, is, is she, she gonna beat her husband to death with the arms the of The magic elves? ring wearing arms? I hope so. What kind of magic rings are they? Do One they of them see? turns you invisible. Didn't work for the elf. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> When Sheila gets her elf arms out, yeah, you better find some place else to be. <laughs> like, I bet you wish you had these. Huh? I got lefty right here. Right. No, <laughs> I, no, I know it is. Like you know what? Yeah. Jazz hands. <laughs> so that that's that, and then the rest of it is mostly just maps, maps, Look, maps. I got the manicured right here, and then <laughs> the and, final manicure. So like after all of that, I was expecting at least something remarkable. I was scrolling through just like the ma- the many maps, the aura tables. The treasure vault, which includes, you know, super glue. Uh, and then the final last remarkable thing I found in this entire document was you can find Bigfoot. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot is statin. What, what, well, what is Bigfoot like? Uh, is Bigfoot a, is, let's see. Let's is find. he nice? Is he cannibalistic? Uh, is he... Uh, this hairy giant usually roams dense woodlands and rugged mountain terrain. Although occasionally, we'll fe- uh, occasionally a few will seek refuge in subterranean places. Uh, it's just, just Bigfoot. Do not use weapons. Uh, uh, they, their, their intelligence is only slightly okay, is, higher. Is, does Bigfoot not use weapons, or is that an order? Do, <laughs> do not use weapons. I'd say both. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's just Bigfoot. Nothing remarkable except that it's Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot. Yeah, we got, just, we got a motorcycle. We, just we got fucking everything in this adventure. We got a dragons. We got a glory hole. Dwarven mind glory hole. Eh? Uh, we got Bigfoot. Bigfoot. What do you want? We, we got everything. Come on. Buy this Come fucking on. adventure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that's that. That is glory holes. That's what they had to do back in 1981. They had to throw in. It was a dark time. It was an amazing time. (laughs) Agree to disagree. Yeah. So I think Terry would have done well in that one. Uh, oh, Terry would have done just superbly. He would have. Uh, I think <laughs> straight straight from Terry's mouth. <laughs> Ma- mouth. Twenty two Beretta is about the only thing his tiny tentacle hands can handle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so good episode. So, yeah. Uh, next time we'll finish up the future king. Please we'll, don't. <laughs> you, well, maybe we'll be further guests. You know. Yeah. I don't know if I have another book as awesome as Muta's. Uh, that was a rare treasure. It is a Ken Whitman. Yeah, we will we'll have to do an actual play of that sometime. For the podcast. We're just gonna happen. We're just gonna have to. All right. Uh, this has been the Road to Rio uh, and the. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, and Road to Rio. <laughs>